<laughs> no, I didn't go shopping, Adam. Oh, I'm sorry. So we had to go to Plan B, and suddenly Funko Pops appeared at the table. I, I don't know where they came from. I don't either. It's an amazing, amazing thing. To be unrelated at first. All right, so we're doing something a little different this time. Normally, we are in separate places. Normally, we are over video, and normally we're not on the floor of a Comic-Con. Not normally, never. Not, okay, <laughs> never. This is a true first. Are we on the floor of a Comic-Con? Yeah. So, before we get going, I am the golden voice of the South, the human jukebox, Dave Adams, all the way from the middle of the state of Florida. What? In Lakeland, Florida. Can you believe it? I'm not. We are co-located. I'm not all the way from the top of the state of Alabama this week. Well, you're from there. That's just I'm not from, your location. Right. I'm from the top yeah. of the state of Alabama, Madison, Alabama. But now you're on top of everything in Central Florida. Now I'm... Or West Central Florida or whatever. In West Central Florida, I was born. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> on the playgrounds where I spent most of my day. <laughs> okay. Anyway, you are the phenomenal brother. That's me. All the way... From here. From here. Yeah. Well, actually, technically. So we need to rethink this. Do if, we? if we're doing all the way from where you're from and yeah. not where we're located, yeah. you're all the way from the middle of the state of Alabama. That's true. But originally. You are, but you're located here. Here. Lakeland. Well, you're not even located here. You are. Well, right now you're located here. Yes. By the way, I'm confused. <laughs> Before I confuse myself anymore. We are at the Central Florida Comic Con day one. Uh, we're kind of recording this towards the end of the day. I'll tell you, Adam, I was blown away by the guest interaction we had, the just people that came up to see us, yeah. uh, the, the networks that we've made. This is pretty cool. I, I, I never thought that we would get the kind of interaction and talking that we did today. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that what, what's been cool is to see, we see the reaction of the people who interact with us on Facebook. We see the reaction of people that um, follow us on Twitter and Instagram and listen to our show. These are people that don't know us from Adam's house cap, and they're coming in here and learning about us for the first time, right. and they're very receptive. I think one of the things I like the most is that their receptiveness to a family-friendly podcast that exists in this genre. Right. We may not cover everything that's usually covered by a Comic-Con, but we touch on a lot of it. And a lot of people have come by with children mm -hmm. and are excited to find something that they could listen to with their children. Yeah, because I've said this a couple times. In this realm, in this genre, family-friendly sometimes takes a backseat. Yeah, exactly. It, there have been some cosplayers that come by today that if Ellie or Harper were here, I would have hit their eyes. Yeah. Um, but, and that's not saying it's a bad thing. That's well, I mean, for, for family friendly, it's not a good thing. But they they are very proud of who they are, <laughs> and, and I will will give them a, a pass for that. But if my family was here, my girls were here, I probably would have said, "Hey, let's go the other way for a minute." Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, but. I do want to give a shout out to, to all of our, our new listeners that are listening for the first time. Uh, we appreciate meeting you. We, we've appreciated say, you know getting to know your story, getting to see why you listen to podcasts like this. 
we've given away I don't know how many gumballs today. Oh my gosh. And we only <laughs> were going to do four Funko Pops to give away. Yeah. But we've had to restock. We've had to step it up, yeah, for sure. Because somebody didn't um, didn't load the no, gumball machine, I, right? I loaded the gumball machine very methodically to spread out the wins. It still was random, but I did it in random layers, okay? And it turned out that all of the greens ended up in the middle, and every last one of those got sucked down, and in the span of the first 30 minutes, we're handing out three Funko Pops. Three of the... Five three, we intend, three of the four or five we intended to give out today. Yeah. So thanks, Adam. Dave had to go shopping. <laughs> I, no, I didn't go shopping, Adam. Oh, I'm sorry. So we had to go to Plan B, and suddenly Funko Pops appeared at the table. I, I don't know where they came from. I don't either. It's an amazing, amazing <laughs> thing. So we're here in Sykes Hall at the RP Funding Center in Lakeland, and it's kind of in an area where there are other vendors and there are comic cons. It's not like on the what you call the main floor because that's usually vendors that are selling things or folks going for autographs and things. This is more like where the community folks are. It actually happens to be near where all of the all of the um, panels and the costume contests and all of that stuff is happening. So we've gotten a lot more foot traffic than yeah. we expected we would get. We, we really did get a lot more foot traffic. I thought that we would get the foot traffic of, you know, we might get 10 more people subscribing or 10 more people liking our show or, or for the entire weekend. We hit that halfway through today's day. Yeah. Like today. Yeah. And we also we got to meet some cool some cool people. We met some some cosplayers. I mean, you, you probably saw on our Facebook we saw a live feed. Uh, we met a guy that looks just like Stan Lee. Yeah, that was really cool. I did a triple take. Had to think, had to really think. Was this really Stan Lee? Yeah. Because I, I know he's dead. I, I know Stan Lee is not alive anymore. But this guy. He even talks like him. He moves like him. Yeah, when we took the picture with him, he even kind of posed. Yeah, he posed. He held his hand a certain way. And yeah, that he kind posed of like yeah. Stanley. It's, yeah. it's really cool. You know, right in front of us right now is a guy dressed like Joker. Yeah. I mean, he he looks like Joker from the movie. It's it's really cool. Yeah. I, it's it, it's I'm really impressed by a the 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 attention to detail in the cosplayers. I'm impressed with the the vendors. I mean, there's a. I'm glad you say you say you were kind of a little bummed at first yep. when we weren't with the vendors. Yep. I'm glad we're not yep. because we can look across the convention floor and across the kind of like foyer here and right in the, the other doors is a huge booth of Funko Pops. Yep. So Amanda will probably be, probably say that she's <laughs> glad that we weren't in there right That's next true. to them. They do have a lot of good ones on the floor. Oh, they've got some great ones. And I think the other thing too is there's so much to see in there. Yeah. You know, whereas over here we kind of have our own space and all of that. And I think my two stories that I'll tell as we have yeah. this conversation, I think the biggest thing for me was getting to network with the Thrill Geek guys. Oh, that was, we love them. They meeting the Thrill Geek guys. Yeah, they had a Harry Potter panel today where they were talking about the 10th anniversary of um, the Wizarding but, World of Harry Potter opening at Universal. And um, they stopped by, and so we're going to do some cross-promotion and things like that, but it's just been neat to see and hear other people, you know, Thrill Geek's established, We've had several people come by the table saying, well, I'm, a I'm trying to get into a podcast, or we just started doing this. Well, how do you guys do it? And it's just, you know, to know other people are yeah. out there doing the same thing we're doing. It just well, I mean, reassures we, we them knew that, but, but... Yeah, but you're actually meeting them. Right, you know? yes, that's true. And, and the one thing, so the, the geek culture, let's say, not, I'm not, I wouldn't say that I am the typical geek guy that you would, you would think is a geek culture, 
but the geek culture is so diverse. Yeah. You know, you see people who are dressed preppy. You see people who are dressed in anime. And you, you see, see a range of ages, too. Yeah, yeah. huge range of ages. Um, it's it's incredible. It, it yeah. really is. I, I I think that there is a there's something to be said on the fact that it's so diverse. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's it it used to be the thing that people roll their eyes at and say, "Oh, it's that crowd," but it's not that way anymore. Yeah. So it is pretty cool. Um, it, it's it's just something that that I enjoy seeing. Now. Absolutely. So I, I do I do. Uh, if you're listening to this now and you haven't listened to it before. Go back in the archive and listen to when we when we interviewed Ben, the promoter of the show. He talked about putting this on and putting on a couple other cons in this area. I, you know, check those out. Yeah, I, I, I think that that it, it's worth going to. And if you have a con in your area, I know there's one in Huntsville coming up in April. It's the exact same time as MegaCon down here. So yeah. I'm, <laughs> you know, if you're in, if you're in the Orlando area, check out MegaCon. Yep. If you're in the Huntsville area, check out the con in Huntsville. Yep. Unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, fortunately. <laughs> I will be in the room where it happened. That's right. Watching Hamilton. So yeah. I don't know if I'll be able to have. There will not be able to be have a uh, yeah. unrelated at birth presence there. Yeah. Uh, you might hear some music across the hall from us. Is right where the costume contest be- contestants are lining up. They're lining up. It's exciting. It's it been, is. We're sitting right next to where they check them in, and it's been interesting <laughs> to see. You know, we, I think we've actually been part of coaxing two or three people at who least gonna do three. It into doing it. Yeah. And so it's been fun to kind of encourage them and all of that. But there, there's one huge group of girls that's probably oh between 13 and 15. Yeah. Would you say? That's all from My Hero Academia. Hmm. Which and, I didn't which know. Which Dave didn't know. I only recognized a couple of them because probably because I was shopping for Funko Pops for our <laughs> giveaway. But, um, but it, it, it's interesting to see the size of the group and they're all participating together and how people come out. Some of them are individuals. And we've had several conversations with just people who are by themselves, and then there are people that come out in huge groups. Yeah. Well, and what's fun about that? It's another one of those kind of dynamics that, yeah. you, that you kind of pick up on. That, that My Hero Academia group, if you noticed, I'd say probably half of them didn't know each other before this group, this, this Comic Con. Yeah. That's one thing I noticed. And yes, you're saying about the young kids here. But yeah, now here they are dressing up and competing together as a community. Just, you know, they probably made friends for life. Not maybe exactly. not friends for life, but they have a memory that will last them for a very long time. So, you know, we're talking about stories. Let me tell you a story about somebody here. So, you know, we're doing the giveaway and and we have, so several people were trying to get one specific pop. What was that one again, Adam? What's the, well, we're gonna ask Kiana who actually wanted it really bad. What's the character's name? Blake Belladonna. From Ruby. Yes. Right? Okay, yeah. so Blake Belladonna. She's actually across the hall here and, and she's giving you know, not giving, but she's she's doing signatures, yep. meeting people, and you can you can go talk to her, and which is pretty cool. That you know, they had Jason David Frank doing mm-hmm. that. They had the the guy that played the father of Shazam yeah. in the Shazam movie. And he's also in The Walking Dead. But they had Blake Belladonna here, yep. or the actress that played Blake Belladonna. What's her name? Uh, what was her name again? I don't remember. Okay, well, okay. the actress yeah. that played Blake Belladonna. There you go. Uh, but so the funny thing is. She was here. You were trying to win the same. How many times did you come by? Do you, do you remember? Did we count I'm down? I'm tired of gumballs. <laughs> Her dad's over here, and she was, you know, getting gumballs. I probably like sixteen times. Maybe. Sixteen. I'd say that's I'd fair. I'd say 15 pretty or 20, close. Yeah. I mean, you probably did eight, and you made your dad do eight. Yeah. 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 And I think Dad probably ate all of them, right? Well. <laughs> so the, the funny thing that happened along the way is she tried several times, mm-hmm. and that's the one she wanted. And 
what ended up happening is one of the times you came by, someone had literally five seconds before that gotten a green gumball. Yeah. And then you showed up, played, didn't get it, and then by the time you had come back around Ruby, the Ruby character was gone. And so you tried one more time just for the heck of it, and you got a green gumball after all those tries. And which which character did you get? Who did you get? Taffeta. Taffeta. Taffeta from Wreck-It Ralph 2. Yeah. Or Wreck-It Ralph 1. No, she's two. Ralph breaks the internet. She was in both. So what's the problem with getting Taffeta? I don't even know who she is, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) So, So she came back by, wanted to look at the other ones we had. We offered a trade, and she decided to go back with that one. And then what happened? I went to Blake's character, actor, and I told her the story, and I offered to give it to her. Oh, so that's cool. That's nice. <laughs> and then she signed it. Wow. So, so do you want to trade now? I mean, we, we can try trade for another one. No, I've already got an I eBay listing ready now. for you. <laughs> hey, hey, tell him you're trading for iPhone. Trade you for the iPhone. Oh. No, no, can't do that. Can't do that. Well, hey, we, we do appreciate you coming by. I know it was just for a Funko Pop, but you gave us a, sto- a cool story to tell for our podcast. And, yep. and, you know, it's something that you can probably tell a lot of your friends. Oh, so. can we tell her mother? Yeah, tell your mom. Say, hey, look, this is what we got. We got to go watch Wreck-It Ralph Breaks the Internet now. Yeah. And, and so so we know who Taffeta is. <laughs> and then you'll love the character and the Funko Pop this side. There you go. It'll be perfect. Love Taffeta. Right. Hashtag. Exactly. <laughs> Hashtag, Hashtag love Taffeta. <laughs> there you go. You'll see. Uh, Adam, you took the pic, her picture, I did. right? Yeah, so the good one with all of us. Yeah, you'll yeah. see the picture on <laughs> on the Instagram and on Facebook yeah. and, and all that stuff. So you, we have a cool story to tell about that picture now. Yeah. So there you go. That, that's the story about Taffeta. <laughs> yeah, after that story about Taffeta, I, I don't know where we can go from here. Yeah, that's definitely the highlight of the day. Oh, I, I'd say so. <laughs> you know, we were telling her off mic that she now has a one-of-a-kind thing. I guarantee you that that actress will never sign another Taffeta oh, Funko Pop. Yeah, no doubt. But I think it's neat, you know, she was going to give it to her. She's doing a kind act. And that actress had the forethought to sign it and give it back. Right. Because she knew what was really going on. So it's really cool. Yeah, it's really, cool. It's really and, cool. And that just shows you the the kindness of, of some of these these actors and actresses that you know that, that are here they're not yep. just here to make money they're yeah they, I mean yes it is a business yep but they're also here because they understand that they wouldn't be who they are without the people here at this comic-con exactly so you know, tell you what we've already gone 15 minutes talking about today yep we've got another day tomorrow's a shorter day yeah but we've got another day where we will be live again here on the floor so I think what we're going to do here is we're going to cut today, Saturday, now. Yep. And we'll come back, and the next time you hear from us will probably be the end of the day tomorrow. Yeah. Well, maybe not the end of the day because I'll be focused on my Titans game. <laughs> At some point towards the end of the At day At some tomorrow. point towards the end of the day <laughs> when my Titans aren't playing, yeah. we will record. And we'll. I think we're going to release this probably a, a, a quick 30-minute episode, 30-45-minute sure. episode. Just like a bonus drop. Yeah, yeah. bonus drop. And we'll go from there. We'll just say live from Central Florida Comic Con. Maybe not live, but live to them. Yeah. All right. Well, we will see y'all tomorrow. <laughs> Bye, guys. Well, here we are, day two at the Central Florida Comic Con. Adam's not on mic right now. You'll hear him here in just a second. But we do have Nicole Jobin of the Comics in the Classroom with us here. She's going to tell us a little bit about her platform. Nicole, what? Tell us about your platform. Tell us what you're, you're here at the Comic-Con doing. Okay, we started in 2018 really talking to people about using comics in the classroom. 
Now I know that it's happened long before then, and we were working with, um, well, I was working with ESL kids, and we were doing stuff with pictures, picture books, but also like news stories that had the pictures built into them. Mm -hmm. And then we kind of moved into having graphic novels on our shelves, and then I used it not too long ago as an actual lesson, where we talked talked about the standards within whatever whatever we're reading. In this case, it was X Men. So it's just like to certain people, I can say, well, it's like the gateway drug to reading, because comics are a place where pictures and the story come together. And we teach our kids at a very young age that picture books are the way they learn how to read. And somewhere around third grade, that's when we take it all away. And we say, okay, well, you were learning how to read, and it was okay to have pictures, and now you're reading to learn. So we're going to put all of these words in front of you because there's this massive information you need to know, and now you have no pictures. Hmm. And so some of our kids get lost in the shuffle, and that's where we start to see the decline in our ability to read. Right. So, um, specifically in this county, the number of kids in secondary schools that take the test and the number of kids that are at a passing level is less than half. It's about 42%. Wow. So, when we look at our kids and say, okay, these are the kids in most, in, in most need, they're the struggling readers. And they have probably been struggling their entire lives. But once they get to middle school, now I have to make up for four years. And if they were just reading anything, mm -hmm. that's my whole thing. Like, you can read anything. But if we give them comics, and it's already something that's really exciting to them, no matter who the character is, superhero or not, then it gives them an opportunity to read. Right. And I know there's a lot of people that talk about how horrible it is and how graphic it is and whatever. You just took my next question I away. Did. Come on. <laughs> I cheated. You did. You, you um, went with pre-show notes. We can't do that. Sorry. But um, we talk about how, you know, it's just kind of like a, a, a trashy media. Mm -hmm. But it teaches kids a lot. And so where it teaches some people how to read, but it also teaches some people how to be a good person. It teaches vocabulary. It teaches how to understand what happens between the panels as opposed to, you know, just seeing what's in the picture like a lot of stuff happens in between that panel that you have to either infer or read into and you don't really see it until later on in the book which is a lot of what novels do but novels tell you in words if you can see it across the board there's that action that moves you through that sequencing right and then really awesome things that come from just talking about comics like our kids had an entire conversation about civil rights within the X-Men books. So we talked about how um, the word muty was very similar to other racial slurs that we use against other people. And specifically the N-word, which was a huge like topic of debate for reading this comic because my principal was like, I think that you should, um, I think you should wipe it out. Now all my kids knew that that wasn't something I was going to do right. because I'm not going to censor it. We're going to talk about why it's there. So we talked about why it was there and they really had a lot of questions because as soon as we took race out of it and it became human mutant, it was less scary to talk about that and people could understand it in a different context. That's really cool. That is so really cool. It's that's what we do. So it's, so tell me, you know, this is my question went a little bit in another way too. <laughs> 
Talk to me about parents who are anti the violence, like in the Batman comics or even X-Men. You know, there is a lot of violence inferred in the pictures. There's blood in Wolverine, you know, that sometimes parents say, you know, I don't want my third, fourth, fifth grader being exposed to that. What would you say to, to those parents? There's other choices. Right. Like we live in a world of, of rich comic history. So there's not just superheroes, there's other characters that you can read about. And they're all, there's, there's lists and lists and lists that talk about what's age appropriate. So if you have a very young child that's before third grade, you know, there's a certain set of books that you'll probably want to put in their hands. And then, you know, later elementary, a different set of books. And then as they, you know, move into middle school and high school, they'll have a totally another set of books. Right. So, you know, I think that's where our parenting styles come in is when we say, okay, this is what I think is appropriate and this is what we can do with it. Okay. That, see, I, I, I love this idea. I think it's great. I wish that more people were open to this because you're right. Once you get to about third or fourth grade, they take those picture books away. You might have one picture at the beginning of a chapter. Yep. But even me as a 38-year-old, I'll flip through a book and like, nah, there's no pictures and throw it away sometimes. But if you put a comic book in there, not even just a comic book, a novel, a graphic novel, not, not a a horrible graphic novel, but if you put just a smaller Star Wars graphic novel mm -hmm. in their hands, they're immediately just ready to read this because it tells a yeah. fun story like that. So I really do, I, I, I wish you well in this. I, I hope that, that more people grab onto what you're doing. Um, and that's why we're here, so that people can hear that there is a merit to it. Right. And that, you know, if, if we have more like-minded you know, professionals in the field of education that are willing to branch out, because I know there's a lot of us. I mean, mm -hmm. there's a lot of us who are just nerdy enough that <laughs> that could be like, okay, well, this could be something we could use. And as long as we're reading into it to teach the standard, then we don't get as much pushback. Yeah. A lot of the issue is that when we get pushback, it's because a lot of what's on the internet right now is discussion questions. Right. So, okay, we can read it and have a discussion, which is in and of itself okay, but we have these kids who have to test at the end of the year. So we have all of these skills and all of these standards that we have to teach in the classroom. So we have to make sure that the stuff we pick to read is the stuff that can teach them that. I like that. So um, kind of the, it started out as just raising awareness. It just started out as I love comics and I love reading and I want kids to love it too. And most of my kids as a reading teacher would come in and say, I hate reading. I like your class, I like you, but I hate reading. Right. And I'm like, you're just not reading the right stuff. And so at the end of the day, it was more about getting books in their hands as opposed to really teaching the standards. Because I was just putting it on my shelf and right. saying, look what's here. And it started out Free Comic Book Day. And then I started to think, well, if we could use all of these books, once I started using X-Men, I was like, well, I only had a finite amount of time that I could write lesson plans and really build in the standards that I wanted to but but once I started to do that then I was like well we really could do this for lots of other books and have things be built in the standard so that everybody could use it yeah so we didn't make a giant shift but we kind of decided that maybe if I could build a coalition of teachers who were like-minded and excited about it then we start sharing ideas, and that means that we put comics in more kids' hands, and we're teaching it throughout the course of the year. 
so the kids know that it is something that is an alternative. Yeah. And once a kid starts to read, they will, they will move on to the harder stuff. Yeah. And even if they love comics for the rest of their lives, there's no harm there because now they're not just reading the comic book, they're reading Mary Shelley's Frankenstein and they're reading, you know, some of the great classics and they're understanding them because they have the basis in the reading skills plus the vocabulary. That's very true, very so. true. So as we're wrapping up here, tell everybody how they can find out about you, how they can find out for comics in the classrooms. Are you on Twitter? Are you on Facebook? Do you have a website? Yeah. So if they do want more information, they come contact you. You can find us on Facebook at Comics in the Classroom FL. Um, you can also find us on I can find us on Instagram at CIT Classroom. I don't know if that has FL at the end of it. <laughs> well, how about um, this? We'll search it and we'll link it down below. But it'll in our be it'll be there. And then um, we have an email address where you can reach us. Um, and then we're working on a YouTube channel and we're working on really getting Twitter feeds to happen. Yeah, it's kind of been slow on the Twitter Twitter front. So I understand. Um, you have to teach some people how, how to use social media. My co-host over here is not a a social media mogul, and I've had to teach him and bring him in. So, but we, we appreciate you sitting down with us, and, and I, we do appreciate what you're doing here at the Comic Con because this is this is something that is more than just reading for fun. This is something that's actually reading to further a, a point, and so we appreciate what you're doing and using it in education. And it should start as fun. You're right. It shouldn't be a chore. And when we teach kids to read, it becomes a chore. It becomes something that they hate doing because it's not fun anymore. Right. You're not just cuddling up with somebody and reading a book. You're analyzing characters and turning it into this big, crazy, you know, thing. So yeah. I appreciate what you guys do by talking to people and putting word out for different things that are happening. Well, thank you very much. Here we are at the end of day two at the Central Florida Comic Con, and we are here with our grand prize winner of the, the week, the weekend, I guess we could say, yep. Jake Harvest. Jake. Yeah, man, I'm really excited. I came here yesterday, did my gumball, won something on yeah. the first try. There you go. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Uh, threw out some shout outs to you, you guys, unrelated at birth. Yeah. You guys seem like some cool dudes. I appreciate it doesn't hurt to get to know people that we're not related to ever. Exactly. So, and, um, and I got to win this awesome Power Rangers Lord, Lord Dragon yeah. figure. I don't have it. I'm hoping David Frank's still here. He is. I'll get my autograph real quick. We walked around. Adam actually just walked the floor and make sure he was still here before we tagged you. Cool. To, cool. to see if he's still here. So I, Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. I was like, oh, wait, what's this? And I saw it on my phone and I was like, oh. <laughs> I yelled. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. That yeah. is awesome. So what else? What have you been doing this weekend? What, what, what um, other things have been? You know, just coming around, looking at all the comic book booths, meeting people, yeah. seeing all the cosplay, having a good time. Uh, I've been looking specifically, I got a few, uh, you know, local artists, uh, scripts, or yeah. not scripts, uh, art on some co comic book covers. Uh, yeah. The one I got today is a Ghost Rider. It's an all-black cover uh, with the white, and uh, they did a really cool I'm Midwestern uh, yeah. Ghost Rider cover. You guys can check him out at Crush Ego Studios yeah. on Facebook. Um, it's really cool, you know, good cover. I'll tell you, I'm sitting here up. looking at it, and that's, that's yeah. really cool. That's something that I'd like to... Yeah, that's actually a lot better than I was expecting it to come yeah. out. So uh, that, That's really cool looking. Uh, so, I got a few more, I just don't have them with me right now. Yeah, that's cool. So, do you normally do Comic-Cons? Is this kind of a um, thing that you like doing? or? You know, I, I've done a few. I've done six, seven of them before. Um, 
I've always wanted to get into the comic book collecting and doing this. I'm a nerd at heart. Yeah. Maybe we all in are. my 30s, but hey, dude, I love this kind of stuff. I'm in my late 30s. He's almost 40. He's pushing 40. So yeah. you know, this is this is something that you know you never grow out of this stuff. Yeah, exactly. So it, it's it's fun. But yeah, hey, I've had a great time. Yeah, well, Jay- I really appreciate this, man. This is awesome. Hey best thing I've won this weekend. I've won a couple things, but this is definitely the best. That's awesome. We, we appreciate that. And tell all your friends about us. And Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we, we enjoy having the interaction, but we also enjoy all the listens. So. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> all right, Jake. Well, hey, appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Have, have a great one, all right? You too. All right. So here we are wrapping up day two of Central Florida Comic Con. And this first time you're hearing my voice, Dave did a couple of interviews that you've heard. Um, we've had interviews. We've had winners of Funko Pops at our table. We had... The, uh, the winner of the Jason David Frank figure actually went and was going to try to get it signed and ended up getting it signed for free. Yeah. So it's an incredible thing that he was able to do. Yeah, well, it we, is. Uh, yeah. So let me ask you this. Is the mics plugged in? Are the mics plugged the in? The mics are plugged in this time, yes. Okay, okay. Just making sure. Yeah, the mics are plugged okay. in. Okay. So, so this is the, the first time we've been done a Comic-Con. Do you, how was your, your thoughts on the weekend? What, what do you think? Did, I think the cosplay exceeded my expectations for a kind of mid-major con. I think the, the cosplay exceeded. The floor was great. Thank you very much. Thank yeah, you. We got somebody stopping by now. Thank yeah. you. And we, um, we, uh, I, I got a compliment on my Ghostbusters shirt. So Just this now. Is the, this is the greatest Comic-Con ever. I'm getting compliments. And it's the Ghostbusters shirt that they've seen because of the, the YouTube videos. Yeah, and I'm sure they've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they were one of the people that watched it. That, but that was uh, it even my mom won something because my, my parents and, and Blair, Blair brought the kids up. They were at the table next door, actually won a um, Thanos bank. Severed Thanos played. head. <laughs> it's not like in-game severed Thanos head. It's more like early Marvel movies. It's the Thanos, comic book. Comic book Thanos. Because the, the, the early Marvel movies... He was in a gold helmet. Oh, that's true. Just gold this helmet. This is the blue and blue and gold. This is the comic book yeah. Thanos. And so uh, my mom guessed correctly and won that. So everybody's a winner here at Central Florida Comic Con. Everybody's a winner. And even the guy next to us, we gave him a hard time, so he won something from yeah, us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he, he he won a little bit of attention from the Golden Voice of the South and the Human Jukebox podcast. Yeah. I had two nicknames. You had to go with both of them. Well, I, you gave it. You're okay, good. just making sure. Just making yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, so you know, I I, I do want to give a, a big shout out, big thanks to to Ben and the Central Florida Comic Con guys, Definitely. for for letting us come out because we've touched. This sounds weird, but we we have have had interaction with people that wouldn't have found us in other ways. That's right. You know, and and. And the people that, that won the Funko Pops, the, to James that won the, the Dracon, you heard him earlier. It, it, how cool is that? Yeah. Well, I have to admit, too, I had a moment earlier where um, there's a guy here who's cosplaying as the Rocketeer, and it's actually a pretty good Rocketeer costume. It's really good. It has lights and sounds and all that kind of stuff, too. And I had like a, a little bit of a fanboy geeky moment myself. You'll see and the picture. Just, yeah, it's just like normal guys coming in here dressing up, but for me to see someone put that much effort into something that a lot a lot of people really like anymore right you know the Rocketeers are like almost like a cult fandom kind of thing yeah um, it makes me want to do it to be honest yeah so, do it do yeah. it uh, Blair will let you spend the money right sure of course yeah why yeah, not I'm sure right. you know You're I, an enabler hey, who's an enabler you <coughs> and you sir you, I am not I don't know you told me about. to go buy Funko Pops I did not I said what merely said that one Funko Pop would not be difficult to pack 
And that is a factual statement. Amanda, you're hearing this, right? That is a factual statement. I said I probably shouldn't do it because Amanda would say this isn't a good idea. That's true. And it would be tough to pack. Yeah. And your response was? One Funko Pop wouldn't be that difficult to pack. Okay. So there you go. (laughs) But I I do think, I love the fact that this has come out. And, And you saw on Facebook Live, for people that are following us on Facebook, they, they saw how, uh, you know, I fanboyed out when the Stan Lee lookalike came around. So it was really cool. Like you said, you know, the Rocketeer comes around. It's not the real Rocketeer. It's not the guy that played the mo- in but the movie. But it's somebody who likes the movie enough, like me. Right. It's a kindred spirit who takes the time. Like the Figment and Dreamfinder. Here comes Dreamfinder right here. Yeah. Chicken fingers. You know, it's just like the... The people who care about the same things you care about care enough to actually put that much effort into it. Yeah. That's what really means something. It is really cool. Yep. Well, guys, I, I think this is going to wrap up our, our Central Florida Comic-Con episode. Uh, we we say this at the end of every episode. And, and for those of you who are just f- listening to us for the first time, I hope you go back and listen to us in the archives. I will say the first eh, 15, it took us some time to find our, our footing. Yep. But, you know, I think we've, we've found our footing. I think we have. And this was a lot of fun. We'll this was a lot again. of fun. Guys, we say it every week. We mean it. We love you guys. We hope to see y'all, see y'all the next time we come out to a Comic-Con. And uh, I hope that we have, have found some new people coming in. So, guys, we love y'all. We will talk to y'all on Wednesday when the next episode drops. And then possibly on Facebook Live Monday night, Monday or Tuesday yep. night. Absolutely. Uh, so we will see y'all later. 